Coming up, we'll talk Bobby Pierce's Wednesday night flow in, Steve Casebolt versus Tyler Erb, Tim Kading is ride searching, and more. Let's go. It's Thursday, September 29th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. The Flow Racing at Night in America Late Model Series was at Atomic Speedway last night. We had some drama out front. We had some drama a little deeper in the field. Just exactly what you'd hope for from a Wednesday night super late model race. Bobby Pierce went on to the win, which was uh, his second series victory in a row. He started third and got into a nice little battle with Brandon Shepard for the lead. Pierce was able to get away, though, after the two came together down the backstretch on lap 17. Pierce was up high with Shepard down low, and the 32 looked like he was trying to make a move for the bottom into turn three, and they made contact. Sheppy got big sideways, but was somehow able to right the rocket house car and continue without a yellow. I mean, like, we're talking about sideways. We are completely sideways. Uh, Shepard's car was basically perpendicular with the infield. From there, Pierce was uh, able to basically go and challenge the rest of the way. Devin Moran drove up from 13th to finish second. He tried to make a run at Pierce, but basically to no avail. The immediate future for Pierce is a little sketchy right now because apparently they have just one car and one engine available at the moment. It's been a rough couple of weeks in terms of cars and engines. Uh, so right now, just the one of each. They have a big weekend at February coming up, and it sounds like they're trying to figure out what to do about Tri-County next week, the Flow Series as well. Behind the leaders, we had a little kerfuffle between Steve Casebold and Tyler Erb. It was tough to see on the broadcast, but it sounded like they traded contact before Casebolt ended up uh, over the track in turn two. Under the caution, Casebolt then made his feelings known before uh, being instructed to head back to the trailer for the night. I think my favorite part of the retaliation was Boom Briggs with his arm out the window after Casebolt nearly collected him trying to wreck Herb. Uh, afterwards, Casebolt said he's just tired of Herb running over him every week. And when Kyle McFadden of Dirt on Dirt asked Tyler Erb post-race about the incident, he replied, quote, what? He was on the racetrack, unquote. About what you'd expect uh, at a turbo on that one. And kudos for uh, Kyle McFadden going and running down that story. Kyle Larson was also in the field last night, and he was running inside the top five late, but had a right rear tire completely explode that ended his night. And as for the championship, Shepard faded to 10th at the end after the contact with Pierce, but he's still out front in this one by 91 points. He told uh, McFadden after the race that his car was damaged after the incident with a bent front tie rod, so not a lot B-Shep could do there. We'll see the Flow Series again next Thursday night at Tri-County Racetrack here in North Carolina. And according to Michael Rigsby from last night, they are apparently getting ready to announce an addition to the Flow schedule for this season. Uh, one more race to come here, so we'll wait to hear uh, what that could be in the future. And with Atomic now in the books, a lot of these late model teams will move over to Tyler County Speedway tonight in West Virginia. The Hillbilly 100 for the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series takes place tonight after being rescheduled from Labor Day weekend. Tonight's 100-lap main event will pay a very nice $30,000 to the winner. The card also includes Rush Late Models, UMP Modifieds, and Hot Mods. I don't know what Hot Mods are. Uh, points leader Tim McCready comes into the weekend with 180, oh, uh, 180 markers over B-Shep. And just five nights remain here. That means Shepard must make up, on average, 36 points a night to pull back even. Not impossible at this point, but not very likely. McCready is coming off that win one a week ago at Brownstown for the Jackson 100 as well. Nobody's really been super hot lately with Lucas. Uh, Spencer Hughes actually owns the longest top 10 streak in the country right now with this series at just three races. Uh, and the best average finish over the past five features belongs to Earl Pearson Jr. at 7.0. 
We haven't seen Lucas at Tyler County since 2019 when Josh Richards went to Victory Lane. And Jonathan Davenport was a Flow Series winner at this track in 2021. Don't expect Superman tonight, though, as his schedule is clear until next week. You will see Kyle Larson again, though, in the Rumley 6. Uh, you'll also see Brandon Overton, Scott Bloomquist, Devin Moran, Zach Dome, and of course, all of the Lucas regulars. Uh, be prepared tonight for all of the tweets about how nobody can tweet from Tyler County as it's apparently in a cell phone black hole. You will be able to watch this one live over on Flow Racing. And the silly season continues, this time striking out in California. Bates Hamilton Racing announced late yesterday that they have parted ways with veteran driver Tim Kading. TK was third in the NARC points a year ago and picked up a couple of wins, but this season has been a struggle. In 30 sprint car starts this year uh, spread across NARC, the Sprint Car Challenge Tour, some Midwest stuff, and various other shows. Kading has just a single win and four top fives. That win came during prelim action for the Dirt Cup at Skagit back in June. The last race for TK in the Bates Hamilton 42X was last Saturday night at Petaluma for the Adobe Cup. Kading actually started on the pole uh, and was in the mix out front early on, battling with eventual winner Joel Myers Jr. and Ryan Robinson. But things went sideways about seven laps in when the lap car of Colby Fox got turned around on the front straightaway and Kading had absolutely nowhere to go. He did end up 20th on the night. On Twitter and on Facebook, uh, Gary Thomas says we are waiting on future plans for the 42X. The Sprint Car Challenge Tour is back in action this weekend at Chico for the Tyler Wolf Memorial, while NARC is off until October 8. On yesterday's show, we talked about the zoning issues for auction company Copart as they attempt to buy Grandview Speedway in Pennsylvania. Another track they are set to uh, acquire is I-30 Speedway in Arkansas, which itself is hosting its final short track nationals this weekend for the ASCS National Tour. These will be the final race nights ever at the track as owner Tracy Clay has made the decision to step away. She told Little Rock's KTHV that she can't comment on who is buying the facility, uh, but zoning and planning documents show Copart as the buyer. Before that happens, though, we do have some racing to watch for the next few nights. Saturday's finale pays $15,000 to the winner. We should be around 60 cars for the event. Right now, the entry list is really stacked. It includes names like Ryan Timms, Aaron Reitzel, Sam Haferteep, Riley Goodno, Justin Sanders, Derek Hagar, and a whole lot more to go up against the ASCS regulars. Blake Hahn is the defending short track nationals winner, and he enters the weekend with a 101-point lead over Wayne Johnson for the championship. Matt Covington has battled back to third in the standings after a slow start to his season. And after this event, two more race weekends remain for the ASCS with stops at Devils Bowl and Creek County coming up in October. Tonight's racing at I-30 is the Ralph Henson Tribute. That pays $5,600 to win and is actually part of the ASCS Mid-South region. And then the Short Track Nationals prelim night is Friday. Uh, includes twin 20-lap features. Each of those pay $1,500 to win. And then the top two from those features will each lock into Saturday night's big show. If you're in the area, I would certainly recommend getting out to I-30 for this, uh, this one. This is obviously the last ever race weekend there. And local favorite Tim Crawley is also in his final full season of racing, so you want to miss that one. And you can watch this one live over on Flow Racing if you cannot get to I-30. Uh, and speaking of streaming platforms, there are four shows on the streaming schedule today. Flow Racing has the Lucas Ole Model Dirt Series from Tyler County. Short Track Nationals at I-30 and Flow 24-7. XR Plus has IMCA action from Cedar County Raceway. If you want to see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, uh, you can head over to dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Have a good Thursday. Please hit that like button and subscribe to the show if you don't already. If you like the Dirt Tracker hat I'm wearing, you can grab one for yourself over at shop.dirttracker.com. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily. 